Williams ahead, back and forth with Pacioretty. Now Stevenson kicks it in, it will count. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. From the draw, Nicholas Haig rifles it home. One-time shot from Haig, Vegas ties it 3-3. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Wallace Millard out on location. Chapman live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... Give us a call. First segment is all yours. It's uh, a Tuesday, but it's the first show of the week. So technically, uh, we always Only do show this every week. Monday, but uh, because we didn't have a program yesterday due to the early start uh, with the St. Louis Blues and the Vegas Golden Knights game, uh, we move things back. We don't want to uh, give you uh, the uh, short shift, so we want to make sure that we open up those phone lines. So give us a call. 702-876-1340. Let us know where you're at with the Golden Knights after a game last night against the St. Louis Blues in which um, you know St. Louis and Vegas both kind of uh, sloppy early on. That was a weird game. It was a strange 12 and a half minutes of the first period, and then after that, uh, the Blues kind of tightened things up, and, and the Golden Knights did not have an answer. You know, you look back on it and you go, that was a 5-2 game. Like Vegas wasn't as sharp as they they have been recently. Yeah, it was a five-two game. Yeah, and then there's part of me that looks back and goes, "Boy, Vegas could have won that game. They had a couple of golden opportunities. Uh, Mark Stone in the first period with a backhand that goes off the crossbar. Sure, Mark Stone in the second period. They had some uh, Matthias Janmark with with an opportunity at the side of that. You get a couple of those things to drop." And and you're not just right in it, but uh, you have a, a lead in the back half of the game. So there's and and they've won games with less, sure, and and fewer great opportunities than that. So I I, I almost felt bad walking away from it, going, should they have won that game? Should that game have been closer? Should should they be content with the the performance that they had last night? And I'm I'm conflicted right now. Definitely not content with with the performance uh, because you, you lose the game five to two, right? Like I think that you're you're not content with with the way the game kind of unfolded. Now you, you do bring up some interesting points, Darren. Before we head out to the phone lines, uh, in that the Golden Knights had some looks, they had opportunities to kind of wrestle back momentum, and and it's a post and it's a missed net and. You know, it's usually from a player in your captain and Mark Stone who's money in those situations. Uh, Puck's just not going in for him right now. So, you know, you look at it from a couple of different angles. Even though it wasn't a solid game for the Golden Knights, they were still right there. Uh, Scored's probably a bit more inflated than what the game actually was. But, you know, for the Golden Knights, I, I think you just get back to the drawing board and, and come come out on you know tomorrow against Nashville with, uh, with a top-to-bottom better effort. Do you think people still use drawing boards? Yes. Or, or what would Pete DeBoer and company be doing right they now would use instead a, of the drawing board? They would use that glass. They would get the markers that you can oh, write on the yes, glass, yes, and then they the would office. draw out a plan there as Ooh, we're doing the that's show. A, that's a really good one. As we're doing the show here live from Finley Volkswagen in the Valley Auto Mall. Get down here. For, yeah. uh, for tickets, we have tickets to the Golden Knights and the Edmonton Oilers. Sign up down here. You don't have to be present to win, but we will draw one name at the end of the show, and you will be a winner. 
I have one of the ballot list packages right in front of me. So you, I, I will give you the pen. I will give you the ballot. <laughs> you put it in, and then you can go watch Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and the Edmonton Oilers on Saturday afternoon. It's a 4 o'clock start on yes. Saturday. I believe that's for Canadian television. But, mm. uh, but it's not a bad thing like, to go uh, and have a great time in Vegas. You've got uh, the Henderson Silver Knights early in the day against Iowa, and then Vegas Golden Knights against Edmonton at 4 o'clock start, and then party your butt off. There for the is. rest of the night. Yeah, part, part of your butt off. It sounds your great. Butt off. I, I wanted to swear, but I shouldn't swear. You I'm really trying, shouldn't. I'm I trying, would appreciate I'm it if to, you did I'm didn't. trying to, to, to work on that part of my game. Uh, Vegas had a 2-0 uh, lead in the game last night. Uh, I asked Darren Elliott the question last night. I talked to Brian McCormick today on nighttime at noon. 2 nothing's been uh, turning out to be the worst lead in hockey. Like too, Vegas has been well, rallying back from those deficits all over the place, and last night it slipped away. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny uh, because it's not so much a 2 nothing lead, right? But uh, we hear it all the time. Two-goal lead is the worst lead in hockey. You get the next goal, it's great. But if the other team scores, then it's a one-goal game, and all of a sudden things get a little bit tighter. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it, no lead is safe in the NHL. Mm-hmm. The, the teams are too talented. The parity is, is what it is. Like, you, you can't rest on a two-goal lead, especially seven minutes into a first period. Let's go to the phone lines uh, and give us a call, 876-1340. Uh, we have one line open right now. Mike, uh, you lead us off. Yes, sir. Uh, two to nothing means nothing, unless you're the Islanders, I suppose. But <laughs> yes. the first team to three, now that's a different story, because it's been that way all season long, and Coach DeBoer was right about that. Um, I wanted to ask about travel. Now, at the risk of getting anybody in trouble with their wives or girlfriends, what is travel like over a short distance like this one? What, what would the guys do, and, and how would they obey protocols and that sort of thing? Okay, I'm just going to walk you through it, uh, what the actual travel uh, experience is uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights, because I'm not exactly sure what you're getting at, Mike, and at the risk of uh, of of getting anybody into trouble, including yourself, because uh, I'm not sure what your travel plans uh, and how you operate are. Uh, well, basically, so- how do the guys go to the Midwest over a four-day or three-day period? I mean, when, when the- do they leave for Nashville? Right, or so, obviously, so Sunday, they already did. The, uh, the trip to uh, St. Louis uh, departed Sunday, uh, just after afternoon. They get into town. Uh, they have a chance to... Uh, to the equipment staff unpacks uh, everything, and the players have a chance to... Uh, to adjust uh, a little bit or more because of the time change and they get a chance to get out uh, and have a, a normal dinner on, on a normal clock and uh, and then get up and you play the you have a morning skate yesterday and you play the game the team leaves right after the game uh, from st louis flies to nashville you get in just uh, around midnight uh, and I'm, I'm more aware of the situation because our broadcasters were very excited and uh, very interested in what time they were going to get into nashville uh, <laughs> last night so you get in just after midnight uh, and the players would uh, would just uh, go, go to bed, and the the they would get up today. There was no uh, practice meet availability. They would just have their their normal day today, uh, and and go through what you normally would at home. Uh, just uh, rest, get some treatment, uh, if you wanted to or or required that. Uh, there's ice available if uh, if anybody wanted to do any type of uh, skate. If you really wanted to go through that, they have the rehab skate. Uh, uh, I don't know whether they would go through that because there are players on the, on the trip that uh, that hadn't played. But uh, as far as a full team practice, there was not that. And then tomorrow they'll 
to have a morning skate and, and play the game. But uh, but there was uh, there they did not stay overnight in St. Louis. They left right after the game for Nashville. Okay, and they get the use of the major league facility like visiting teams do when they come to Vegas? Yes. Or yeah, do they, they have to practice somewhere else? The, no, that, that would be at Bridgestone Arena in, in downtown Nashville that they would have okay. had uh, available ice. I, I don't think that there was anything going on there today. Uh, if there was, there would be ice available somewhere else. Uh, it would be, um, I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, in, in a couple of weeks, there's uh, something happening at T-Mobile. So a National Hockey League team uh, visiting Vegas and has a game against the Golden Knights the next day, they're going to practice at Sydney National Arena, and that, that's going to happen a couple of times. But there is ice available if they need it. Okay. And real quick, your, mm-hmm. your thoughts on Riley Smith. He's playing as well as anybody on the team, and yet he's in a precarious situation. What What's happens to Riley situation? Smith when Jack Eichel returns? What's the precarious situation? Well, precarious in that his salary and that he's going to be a UFA there has to be something done with Riley Smith. They're not over the cap yet. They've got more money out than you could ever imagine. And uh, I'm, I'm with Pete DeBoer on this. Uh, until, until you actually are in a situation where you have to activate somebody and you're going to be over the cap, uh, I'm, not, uh, I'm not worried about it right now. And the way Riley Smith is playing is, uh, is you're not going to take him out of the lineup. So if Very he continues good. to play like, the, like this, uh, Riley Smith uh, will not be even close to a precarious situation. So we would re-sign him, you think, the way he's going? Uh, that will wait to the offseason. That's a totally different question, Mike. Okay. You, you tried to change <laughs> things up on me on the fly. Well. You asked me about, uh, about Jack Eichel, and then you, then you followed it up with a totally different question. Uh, UFA has obviously got to be dealt with at some point. Yep. Yeah, not until July 1st, though. Right. So well, let's win a cup is what you're saying, and then uh, worry about it. Let's do that. And let's okay. let's raise one uh, toast. Uh, thanks, Mike. Appreciate yep. it. Uh, a line open to eight seven six thirteen forty. Area code seven zero two. Uh, give us a shout in the BGK Insider Show. We are on location at uh, Finley VW in the Valley Auto Mall. Uh, let's go to Stephanie. Hey guys, how are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm actually on the way to take my son to his hockey practice. Nice. Over but, at City National. Um, yeah, over at City National Arena. Um, speaking of which, at City National Arena, I believe it was today, either it was today or they filmed it and they just put it out today, they had some of the kids from UMC that they signed, and, like, just little things like that always, like, when they post it, it always reminds me that that's the important stuff, like the wins and losses, that they come and go. But when they're in the community and providing stuff like that for kids and making kids smile, like, that, that's the important stuff. Stephanie, it was a UMC, a VGK a player for a day. Uh, past and uh, current patients were involved, uh, pediatric patients. And they came through. They got to sign a contract uh, to be a member of the Vegas Golden Knights uh, for a day. Uh, and I was fortunate enough to be part of that, uh, interviewing uh, some of the players. Hmm. And it was awesome. Uh, best part of the day uh, was my go-to question with, uh, with several of the uh, little ones. And uh, best answer of the day was, I'm going to get to make some friends. Second best answer of the day was second best answer of the day was food. Can't yeah. wait for the food. <laughs> yeah, uh, and there was a lot of it. So uh, yeah, it was it was an awesome and a great partnership with the UMC and and uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. Kerry Bubbles, team president, signing the kids to the contract. So it was cool. Yeah, it's just you know stuff like that always it puts it into perspective that yeah we lost the game but. You know, stuff like that can't be replaced or replicated. That that'll live with those kids forever. 
and I'm glad that we have a team here in Vegas doing that and supporting our community. I agree. Uh, what do you think of last night? Um, it was, honestly, it felt like a game against the Blues. Like, yeah. <laughs> they just, it, I, I mean, I, I actually went to the other game that we played against the Blues here, and it was weird for a Blues game because I feel like they're always back and forth, really fast-paced games, scoring back and forth, lead changes. So, uh, I mean, that was, even when we went up to nothing at the beginning, I was like, it's the Blues, like, calm down. And it, you know, it happens. I, I think that having a game like that just put an exclamation point on how important it was that we got 10 to 12 points on the homestand. You got that right. Uh, thanks, Stephanie, and have a great practice uh, with, uh, with your little one over at City National. Yeah, you'll love it. It's uh, awesome. Uh, thank you. 870-876-1340. Uh, 876-1340, area code 702. Uh, give us a shout right now. We've got uh, one line open. Get back to it uh, in just a second as we discuss the 5-2 victory for the St. Louis Blues, who are now 2-0 against the Vegas Golden Knights this year. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's a, it's a Blues team that was in search of a win. Like, they, mm. they were desperate for a win, right? Like, this is a team that... I think it was one in six in their seven games leading up to that Golden Knights game. And uh, they played like a team that, again, sloppy early on. Jordan Bennington not particularly sharp, but then really, really honed in. He was fantastic in the third period. Uh, the Golden Knights really poured it on there offensively in the third period. Bennington was very, very good. Um, for me, like it was just a matter of the Blues kind of finding their game getting back to it you, you you put three up in two minutes and 15 seconds all of a sudden uh, the golden knights are on their heels a little bit and, and that's really all it took for the for the blues in that game they 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 corrected some of the things that they did wrong early on in the game and for the golden knights um you know finding the right adjustments after that it it, it just it just didn't happen and it's you know what like sometimes that's going to happen. Even when you're fully healthy, sometimes that'll happen. And for the Golden Knights, a, a but team it happened that, fast. It sure did. It, it, you're not wrong. But like, I, I think that that was kind of one of those games that we expected the Golden Knights to have more of mm -hmm. over this stretch yep. when they have been so banged up and, and so injured. And they've been few and far between. And, and so, like, I, I kind of chalked that up to it's one of those games where you know the Golden Knights didn't have it. They, they, they couldn't find that next goal. They couldn't find that next play to kind of stop the momentum from taking over the game. And, you know, you, you just move on to the next one. That's, that's kind of where I left last night's game. They did get uh, one player back from injury in Shea Theodore, who returned to the lineup. So that was encouraging last night. Uh, Mark Stone continues uh, to play. We'll see whether or not uh, Will Carrier, when he is available off the COVID protocol, uh, Jonathan Marcheseau should be just around the corner from that. So there's there's encouraging signs. Uh, and then you've got Max Pacioretty. Did you think that there was a chance last night that he was going to go? I, I mean, like, I don't think Max Pacioretty's on this road trip if he's not planning on playing at least one of the two games, right? Like, I, I Well, just... there's something to be said about, about skating, being able to practice the team and, and yes that. yeah I, I i mean you're 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 spot on but i i just don't get the sense that like he, he if he's not close right like because the golden knights don't play again until saturday mm -hmm. so you're talking about monday wednesday and saturday those are the the three games this week for the golden knights uh 
if he's not going to be ready to go until Saturday, I just I, I don't know that going on the trip Monday Wednesday is is really going to be something uh, that that puts him above and beyond where he's going to be when he when he comes back or if he comes back on Saturday. I firmly believe Max Pacioretty intends to play on one uh, in on this road trip at some point. That leads us to tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, so you've got one option left. There's one option left, and I would be sh- I would legitimately be shocked if he's not in the lineup tomorrow. Uh, come on down to uh, Finley VW here at the Valley Auto Mall. We've got tickets for Saturday's game against the Edmonton Oilers, but you have to fill out a ballot. You have to come here. You have to fill out a ballot, and uh, we will make that draw at the end of the program of our number two of the VGK Insider Show. So here's the, uh, the great synergy. Two years ago, the Vegas Golden Knights rolled into Nashville the last game before Thanksgiving. And they're kind of scuffling along in and around the 500 mark. And you were wondering, when's it going to just catch fire and go? When's going to be that big moment? And they were losing that game until the late going when Max Pacioretty scored with .3 seconds to go to tie it up on a great four check by Jonathan Marcheseau. And it all just came together. And then uh, I believe it was uh, Nate Schmidt and Paul Stasny on a 2-on-0 ended up winning the game uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Fast forward two years later, and Max Pacioretty is once again front and center on our minds. And it's the last game before Thanksgiving, and it's a date against the Nashville Predators. So that's why I... I'm looking at a big world, uh, big picture here that I think that Max Pacioretty is also going to play that game tomorrow night. Yeah, and you're not the only one that, that's going with that theory, and and you're not the only one that is recalling uh, Max Pacioretty and the heroics uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights in Nashville. Uh, I, I, I think he's going to play. I, I really do. I'm curious, most curious, I think, uh, to see what the line combinations are going to look like. Um, I mean, you can make the argument, right, that Dodonov's been as good as he's been with the Vegas Golden Knights playing alongside Stevenson and Stone, but you know how dominant of a line Pacioretty, Stone, and Stevenson is. So um, I think it's kind of the bigger question in my mind going into it. What are the lines going to look like as opposed to whether or not I think Pacioretty's going to play? Well, how about the lines this week? Like if they get Carrier back sure. this week uh, before uh, or for the Edmonton game, if they get Marshall back, uh, before or for the uh, Edmonton game, uh, and Max Pacioretty. You've added Theodore, Pacioretty, Marcheseau, and Carrier mm-hmm. all by the end of the week. Yeah, it's massive. It's massive. I mean, like, it, it allows you to go, you know, Pacioretty, Stevenson, and Stone. It allows you to go with Marcheseau, Waugh, and, and Smith, a, a line that was really, really good for the Golden Knights, carrying the Golden Knights before Mark Stone got back in the lineup. Um, you know, and then you've got the, the ability to put – Will Carrier on a line with Evgeny Dodonov and, and, and utilize that speed and, and just kind of get closer and closer to what a full lineup would look like for the Golden Knights. And, and I think that's kind of the crazy part is, you, you know, you're talking about putting Marcheseau back in, Carrier back in, Theodore back in, um, you know, and, and Pacioretty back in, and then there's still Carlson out, Patrick out. Like mm-hmm. the, 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 the amount of players that the Golden Knights have been going without over the last – three weeks is is really astounding when you start putting it into context of players that are getting back into the lineup and still how many are 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 not even yet on the horizon 
702-876-1340. Uh, Doug, I apologize. Uh, waited too long to get to you. I think we uh, your call dropped out. So give us a call back, 702-876-1340. We'll put you to the front of the line. Uh, have your say on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas as we are on location at uh, Finley VW uh, in the Valley Auto Mall. Finley VW with some great selection of uh, inventory. And uh, it, it, is it me or is the parking lot filling up? Oh yeah, like in the, you know, there, there's a car shortage, and but it looks like there's more more selection right now than even in the in the few weeks uh, since we've been back here. So uh, that's been uh, that's great. So we'll take a look around uh, throughout the course of our two hours here. Also have uh, ballots to fill out for uh, the ticket giveaway to see the Edmonton Oilers on Saturday afternoon, four o'clock start at T-Mobile. See the best player in the world. I'm just not sure who the best player in the world is right now. Well, I was going to say in Connor McDavid. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, because there's that. Actually, I had the conversation with uh, Colby Armstrong on the trip this week. Like, oh yeah, who who's like who is the best player in the world? And 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 Armdog loves Leon Dreisaitl. Now he wouldn't go to the extent of. I, I don't think it's even close. I don't think it's a debate. I I, I giggle when I, when people bring I, it up. It's Connor McDavid is the best player in the world, but Leon Drysaitel is is producing points and he's on the same team. They're not playing together all the time. They're in the power play, uh, but uh, but Leon Drysaitel is doing it now. Connor's got the point streak going. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's got that, but. Saturday is going to be one of those you're going to be able to watch. And if you come down to Finley VW uh, and and fill out these tickets, you might get a chance to see two of the best players, two top five players in the world right now, playing their best hockey right now. Okay, so I don't actually believe that Leon Dreisaitl is the best player in the world right now. I say that to needle you because I know how much uh, you you are – in the, in the camp that Connor McDavid is the best yes. player in the world. I am with you, mm-hmm. but it, all, it is always fun to kind of, you know, poke fun there. Uh, the, thing, the thing with me, like, is Dreisaitl not the de facto number two? Like, are, 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 we, are we not just ready to say at this point it's Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, one, two, and then three, four, and five? That's a little bit more. Yeah, wide I'm not open. ready to go there yet. You're not ready? No. So who, who do you put in that two spot? Well, you can, you can go down. Uh, like I love Patrick Kane. I, I, I would put. I, there's probably four or five players. Yeah. Uh, is Alexander Ovechkin one of the one of the, the the second best player in the world? The way he's scoring goals, uh, and I'm not even I'm not even giving him the benefit of the doubt because of uh, of the age. But there's there's uh, certain uh, players. Barkov, I love. Uh, is is he a top five player in the world? Does he challenge uh, Leon Draisaitl? There's there's a number of Austin Matthews, John Tavares are are. Should they be in the mix uh, for top five player in the world? Of course they should. Do they bump out Leon Dreisaitl? Like if you had a draft right now, mm-hmm. would you take Connor McDavid first yes. and then Leon Dreisaitl? Or would you take Connor McDavid and then think about Ovi or Austin or Tavares or Patrick Kane? Mm-hmm. Right now, in this moment, I, I'd take Leon Dreisaitl. Mm-hmm. I, I like the age of the player. I, I like the fact that, that he is he has done it with and without Connor McDavid. Kopitar in that mix, too. Yeah, but the age. That, like, but if you I, can't. You don't know. If age if age isn't. Sure. Like, for, for top five top five right now, like, I, I get that. I understand that. But, I, I mean, if we're drafting, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're selecting players that, that we're, we're drafting to be a part of our team. 
Uh, that becomes a factor. Uh, I I think Drysidle does a lot. And, he's and an MVP. He, and he drives things, and he's done it without McDavid. And that that to me is kind of the big selling point on Drysidle is that you know, oftentimes we'll see players and their numbers will be inflated because they get to play with. Connor McDavid, or they get to play with Patrick Kane, or they get to play with Kopitar, whatever the case yeah. may be, Crosby. Uh, but like Crosby and Malkin were always interesting because they did it independent of one another. They did it together, but then they also had those stretches where Malkin would be out, Crosby would, the, put, would put the team on his back. Same thing for, for Malkin when Crosby... Yeah, would, Malkin always seems to be better when Crosby's he's out. He's better without Crosby, yeah. which is fascinating on, on a it, number it, of different levels. By the levels. way, that's not true. I've done the I've done the research on that. <laughs> it appears that it, it is. It does. It absolutely does appear yeah. that way. Yeah. But it's not true. That, fair. That being said, like I I think that that you look at Drysaddle, you look at him being a driver. He seems unstoppable. I think he's my 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 number two behind Connor McDavid. Like if I'm looking at it right now, top five, this moment, it's Connor Leon one two. I don't waver from that. I'm not putting Patrick Kane there. I. I get the argument for Patrick mm-hmm. Kane. I'm not putting him in there. Um, Alex Ovechkin, he's in my top five, but he's not number two. He's, he's just not there for me. Uh, for for Drysaddle's center, too. So, yeah, there's automatically. More versatility to the game. A little bit uh, more on that. Uh, 702-876-1340. We've uh, babbled. Uh, apologize. Uh, we've talked more than we normally do in this uh, first segment. Uh, so I if missed you, you yesterday. I, really? No. No. Why, why would you miss me? No, I was on with you yesterday. I know, but it was only like 11 minutes. It was, uh, and I still went 13 for well. the, uh, for the, uh, for the 11 minute uh, hit. Vegas Golden Knights falling 5 2 to the St. Louis Blues yesterday. Adam Brooks made his debut. That's 33 players now for the Vegas Golden Knights this year, and they haven't hit the 20 game mark. And still three games over 500. Yeah. It's fascinating. Legitimately I, fascinating. I said to Brian McCormick today, it, because we were talking about all the different players. He, he's uh, the voice of the Henderson Silver Knights, and so many uh, Henderson players have come up and uh, not just uh, played but made their National Hockey League debut. I'm like, we've got to change the, the Golden Knights slogan right now. It's, it should be the VGK where NHL dreams come true. Oh, okay. Because they, 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 everybody comes up and makes their NHL dream come true. There's I been like so, so much of that. Ben Jones uh, making his uh, National Hockey League debut. Uh, we have Jones and Cotter and Romberg and Lasician all in, in the lineup last night and throw in Brooks who's had some time with Toronto uh, and the Montreal Canadiens and, and we don't even we don't even blink an eye anymore that that's the, that's the case. No, I mean that's the reality. It's been the reality essentially all season long and, and I think what'll be interesting is when that's not the case for the Golden Knights. Like the 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 confusing point in the season will be when the Golden Knights are able to roll out essentially the same lineup game after game, and the only real decisions on who will or won't play uh, are based on who needs to sit, right? Mm-hmm. Not not who has to because of an injury or COVID. It's that's going to be a, a strange thing for the Golden Knights this season because it hasn't been that way. So they have forty-one million dollars out of the lineup on the weekend. Yeah, that's a lot of money. The salary cap coming off the lost season. Was thirty nine million dollars. That that's how much was missing. Yep. The other night, yep. not last night, but the the other night, uh, when when the Golden Knights managed to rally and beat the Columbus Blue Jackets, is that not extraordinary? Yeah, I mean it's been extraordinary all season long. Like it, it, again, the the numbers 
right now for the Golden Knights of who's out of the lineup, who's been out of the lineup. Um, it's it's astounding that this team is where they are in the standings. It's astounding that they were able to go 5-1 and one on a homestand that was not going to be easy. Even for a fully healthy Golden Knights team, it wouldn't have been easy. And they passed that test with flying colors. Um, this is this is a team that that is playing to an identity that they have to have, and their coach is doing a masterful job, and the players are going out and executing. Oh, we have the play of the day coming up. One-timers also uh, on the way in hour number two of the VGK Insider Show. And uh, we remind you, if you want to attend Saturday's date between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Edmonton Oilers, McDavid, Dreisaitl, and company, you come down to Finley VW here in the Valley Automall, fill out a ballot, and when we make that draw, you will know by 6 o'clock tonight whether or not uh, you have two tickets. Uh, we also have Sam and Ash in our Legal Minute coming up as we continue to broadcast live from Finley VW in the Valley Automall. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. It's Sam and Ash coming up in a couple minutes on the legal minute. Mm-hmm. We got a good one today. Yeah, we do. It's not it's not hardcore legal. Nope. Like we went pretty deep and serious last week. This one, there's there's a lot of fun. We're gonna have some fun because it's uh Thanksgiving week. I didn't know about this story and I had to do some digging around about, uh, about the chickens. <laughs> you're, you're chickens. Sc- chicken scratch. There we are. Uh, Darren Millard along with Ryan Wallace. We're there. at uh, Finley VW, Valley Automall, uh, doing uh, the show on location. Hour number one, uh, nicely underway. We have also two tickets uh, to give away to see the Vegas Golden Knights and the Edmonton Oilers on Saturday night at T-Mobile Arena. Saturday afternoon, really, at uh, 4 o'clock. Uh, Coming fill out a ballot and we will uh we will give away those tickets uh nice uh what wait five six uh ballots already so uh we will uh, give those away by six o'clock uh tonight but uh this is uh this is going to be a fun one against edmonton on saturday before you get that it's nashville tomorrow Mm -hmm. and an opportunity to bounce back which is they haven't lost two in a row since that stretch one and four start yeah Against the Nashville team that that I I will admit is better than I gave them credit for at the beginning of the year. Um, But I still look at this as as a game where, uh, you know, the Golden Knights are are hunting down points. This is a team that that is is still looking to continue to climb up the standings as best they can during injuries. And you want to go 500 on a road trip. So for the Golden Knights, I'm expecting a, a game where, uh, where they really come out and, and the details, the structure is there, and, and they're, they're looking for two points against the Nashville Predators. That's what they're looking to do. First time we've seen Nashville in, in a couple of years, too, one of those great spots. And I know Gosher and Nighty and Lawless and company were all excited because I talked to them today, and they were, they were getting some, uh, some good old feelings from Nashville, like the experiencing it firsthand, those mm-hmm. firsthand vibes uh, of Lower Broadway. Time for the play of the day as we uh, bring you uh, a look around the National Hockey League, one of the top efforts from the night before. And for this one, we go to the Mile High City. Jimmy G, Jarrett with a wrist shot, never got through, loose puck, knocked away. McCarr back with it. Shimmies to the top of the circle, and a wrist shot, he scores! Second goal of the 
contest. His seventh of the season. He had that look in his eye as he swooped in. The look in his eye as the Colorado Avalanche beat the Ottawa Senators last night in a 12-goal game. <laughs> Kale McCarr, uh, five goals in his last three games, seven points in that span, uh, 15 points in 13 games. Like, this this guy's on a different level. Like, we talk about Connor McDavid being the best player in the world. I, I look at Kale McCarr. He's the best defenseman right now playing the game. He's so good so so gifted offensively in the way that he picks up the puck kind of looks everyone off buys time and space for himself and then just lets a wrist shot go uh the guy's magic he just is yeah best offensive defenseman sure in the national sure we can make that distinction that's you, 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 you get him inside the zone and yeah. he's just magic his edge work uh, yeah. everything and and moving it around i'm a little disappointed they only scored two in that game last night? I'd give him time. Because, no, because everything was going in for both teams. It was one of those weird games. And, and there, was a, there was a couple of Buffalo and Columbus last night. Yeah. There was uh, five goals in the first, four goals in the second. There was five goals in the first period of, of Vegas and St. Louis. It was a bizarre night for goals. Almost just shy of seven goals per game last night yeah. in the NHL. Well, one, that's a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm always yes. I'm always in favor of high-scoring games. And you mentioned Buffalo and and kind of the game against Columbus last night. What about that that span where uh, Buffalo and the Rangers went back and forth, back and forth? There were three lead changes inside of four minutes of gameplay. Like goals are are seemingly up and on the table for a lot of teams, and it's just been a lot of fun to watch. Like going into games, watching games just for the sake of having fun has been nice this year because teams are scoring and it's it's been a little bit chaotic. I love it. Now, do you do you like a lot of goals or do they have to be good goals? Because uh, I, I mentioned that because last night in the game in Denver mm -hmm. between Colorado and Ottawa, there were some goals from distance that just flat out beat the goaltender without the goaltenders even touching them. Mm -hmm. Though that that's eighties type offense to me <laughs> when, you, when you can beat the goaltender from 35 feet without the net miner even touching it sure that's where it gets a little bit eh, like I, goals are fun because i like I, I don't get tired of celebrations i don't really care how a goal goes in to be honest um, and maybe that's a, a product of of you know really coming into and understanding hockey during the the era of the devils where uh, you win two to one, and and no, there's there's 15 shots on goal, and that's all you get. Um, maybe it's just a product of when I I I came to this sport as a a, a major fan. Uh, I just want to see pucks go in the net. That's all I want to see. I, I want to see seven eight games or 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 nine nine five games. Like I want to see those. However, the goals go in. I think there's there's different ways to describe a goal. There's magnificent and wow. There's uh, how did that go in? Mm -hmm. How did he do that? There's how did that go in? Like it bounced off a couple of players. Then there's how did that go in? <laughs> like how, how did the goalie not stop that? And that's what we saw a little bit of uh, ar around the league. Well, which isn't a bad thing. Yeah. That, that, that play used to be you wouldn't even shoot from 40 feet for a long time because you had no chance well, of doing anything, whether it's a rebound or, or a goal. Well, I'll push back a little bit just simply because when you have long-range wrist shots that, that should not beat goalies going in, 
then usually within that same game there will be a couple of spectacular plays or a lot more goals because that just is a sign that the goaltenders aren't on their game. And, and goalies over the course of the last couple of years, five years, whatever it is, have gotten so good that it, it becomes kind of like this, this catching up period where the shooters will work on stuff to find a way to, yeah, to beat the goalies. And then it's the goalies kind of readjusting to what, shooters are doing new and i think right now we're kind of in that that fun area where um i think the goal scoring has has been a, a better and and more consistent so far this year and and i'm all four goalies having bad games because bad games lead to a lot of goals well the st louis three goals in 215 yeah was a great example of the variety the first one was how'd that go in well it, yeah because ryan o'reilly was oh. shooting it across the crease and it just banked off Robin Leonard's foot as yep. he was uh, going to the to the near post and it and it went in, fluky goal. Puck wasn't even going to go on net. Weird goal. Uh, Tyler Bozak, awesome play. Sure, yeah, like wild. And and then you've got the 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 breakaway goal. It's like woo, crank it up. What was that? Like, woo. That's why you don't crank do the it woo up. at the beginning of the show. I woo! should. Uh, he jumped right on that. He, he didn't Focused, even need the he's dialed in. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, the legal minute with Sam and Ash. Chickens. Talking chicken. I know it's supposed to be turkeys this week because of Thanksgiving. Yeah. But we're going to talk. They're pardoned, right? Chickens on the uh, VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. It's time for the legal minute with Sam and Ash on the VGK Insider Show. They are my best friends, uh, Sam and Ash, SamandAshLaw.com, 702-820-1234. The number is in my phone. I, I say that on the commercials. The number is actually in my phone. Somebody went whizzing by me the other day and almost uh, clipped my, the front of my car. Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm glad I've got that phone because you don't want to be fooling around with it uh, when you're sitting on the side of the road or you're being treated. 702-820-1234, SamandAshLaw.com. As we uh, hook up with uh, Ash, and we've got a good one for you today. Because it's Thanksgiving, we want everybody to be in good mood, so we went a little heavy with, uh, with Sam last, uh, last week, uh, into deep into a, a, a really uh, heavy subject. So this week we're going to just twist it up a little bit. And because Ryan has chickens, Lots Ash, of them. Yep. Yeah, actually has chickens. He's going to explain this story, and then we're going to get into any liability issues. So, uh, hi Ash, how you doing? Let's let's start there. I'm, I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, we're we're doing well. Uh, so this story is is about two chickens. It, it appears two hens because uh, they they don't seem aggressive, so they're probably not roosters uh, that love the golden knights. One is named Golden, one is named Knight, and and it's just about a family that kind of discovered that uh, chickens have really intriguing personalities and also like hockey. <laughs> is this a real story? It uh, is. Apparently, yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now, I've got a question. Were they named Golden and Knight before they decided to be fans of the Golden Knights or after? Yeah, you know, I, I'm not sure, uh, but as things usually go with, with chickens, I, I don't think you give them a name until you really, really are sure what direction you're going with the chickens. Like, and t- and, Yeah, until they cross the road <laughs> for exactly. the Golden Knight game. Yeah. Got it. Exactly. 
<laughs> does does the defense come first or does the offense come first? It's like the chicken or the egg. That's what I'm trying to figure out right now with uh, with with the Golden Knights and, and and Mark Stone trying to to get on board. So the the idea that I'm over there and I'm watching the game and Golden gets a little ornery, gets out of his playpen <laughs> and he and he and he pecks and he pecks me because he's not happy with uh, with say uh, the penalty kill right now. Um, given that I'm probably a friend of theirs, but do like his. Are they liable? Just the chickens can can chickens cause you uh, any type of liability issues? Yeah. So any pet, regardless of what it is or how ridiculous we might think it is, um, if they cause an injury to someone, you and you have to you have a right to pursue your claim against them for any damages. So if if Golden or Knight gets a little ornery and pecks you and you get a scar or need a Band-Aid or anything, that's a damage. And, yeah, you would have a claim against the, the chicken owner. And, you know, sometimes that is tif- it's difficult because they're friends or they're family members. And, you know, Sam and I deal with this a lot because, you know, we're dog lovers and, you know, dogs occasionally hurt people and so do yeah. cats and and the like, but it's it's a delicate process. But we know how to handle it, so we can work with the the pet owner and get an insurance claim filed and and get you the the recovery you need. Whether it's compensation for the band aid, if you do have a scar or you need a surgery to get a stitch or something like that, we will help, and that's how it works. But yeah, so if you, any pet you have, if they cause an injury, you know you're you're on the hook. You know, and then the other thing too, like I'm assuming this is that they're in kind of a residential area. Like, what about some of the restrictions on on what kind of pets you can have or animals you can have as pets? Because you know, some places aren't zoned to have chickens. Like, what what are some of the questions there? Well, yeah, if you're owning a pet with, if it's exotic or you know more of a farm animal, you you have to pay attention to the zoning restrictions of where you live and. Because your HOA, they'll come knocking if you've got a bunch of chickens in the morning making a bunch of noise and it violates all of your your ordinances or if there's any laws on the book that say you can't have it, you can't do it. And so just be uh, be a good neighbor and be respectful. Figure out what, what you're allowed to have and what you're not allowed to have. Sam and I just realized that there's actually a limit to how many dogs one person can own in Clark County. So things like that that you don't even realize exist. They whoa, do. Whoa, whoa. So good what's that number at <laughs> oh i forget it, it's different between the ordinances and it's like three or four it's something kind of relatively low but you wow. can request a, a variance if you're in a if service animal industry or something like that they'll, they'll give you an exemption but yeah who knew because i've got three and I'm a, I'm a little worried i could be breaking the law right now i might be phoning you uh, you probably so, are sooner than i sooner than i thought uh, <laughs> uh, uh hey uh, off air off air uh, okay uh, uh, I just want to loop back to um, like when you when you run into trouble with uh, with friends or family and you have this situation. Like, give me just a little bit more on that because we kind of stumble into this uh, having some fun with the chickens, but uh, there's got to be uh, uh, the, the delicacy about that and phoning a lawyer, and knowing that you're going to be taken care of and you're not going to go uh, stomping through uh, family matters. Yeah, absolutely. You know, these types of situations, they, I really say they, they require a surgical precision to them. They don't require a sledgehammer or a wrecking ball. And the thing to know is we all have insurance policies. We have homeowners insurance, renters insurance, and they cover these types of injuries to your house guests. 
So it's a it's a delicate process, but we're not out there to go sue your friend or sue your uncle for the injuries that their chicken caused when you know they were rightfully disputing right. a penalty kill or you know and how the play, how the Golden Knights were playing. It's all about just getting what people deserve and what's right. And if you have an insurance policy that covers the damages, making sure that insurance company steps up and they do the right thing and pay for your losses. Yeah, so you're not trying to wreck Uncle Joey's uh, situation. You've got something. No, to, we're not to, trying yeah. to. Yeah, we're not trying to bankrupt Uncle Joey or steal the chickens and lock them up. You know, it's just about getting people what they deserve and putting making them whole. Would you watch a Golden Knights game with a couple of chickens? Absolutely. I feel like I've watched a Golden Knights game with <laughs> people that maybe are less behaved than a couple chickens. Have you watched the game on Fremont Street? <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that sums it up. Like the chickens might be, uh, yeah, just uh, a little bit more into the into the game compared to some of the stuff that's uh, happening. Hey, what are you? What are your plans for Thanksgiving? Uh, and and happy Thanksgiving. Oh, thank you guys. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Uh, my plans to spend it with family and relax and and watch some football. All American Thanksgiving. You uh, you rock and uh, happy Thanksgiving to you to Sam to everybody over at the, at the firm and uh, and make sure you get a couple of hours of downtime and although I know your phone will be uh, ringing if somebody needs uh, the help seven zero two eight two zero one two three four be safe Ash. All right, thanks you too. And if any chickens peck you, call me. <laughs> I I'm gonna go like just. Dare the chickens. You're going to dare them. I, I, to, wouldn't, to I, I wouldn't suggest. I mean, like, don't come over to my house and, nope. and dare the chickens There's to a, peck you. They will. Ash from SalmonAshLaw.com, 702-820-1234. Put it in your phone right now. It's the best decision that you can make because when you have the accident, you, the last thing you want to be thinking about is the phone number and what you have to do to get in touch with, uh, with our good friends, SamAndAshLaw.com. When, when you first sent me the chicken story mm-hmm. about Golden and Knight, yep. Yep. I thought you made it up. Like no. it was a, a playoff, the, the no, chickens. No. How many chickens do you have? 23 right now. 23 right well, now. Uh, 23, uh, probably like 35. What do you mean 23 or 35? Well, I mean like we've got 23 that are out in the, in the coop that, that are laying, and then we've got another 15 that are, are – that we just hatched out. Oh, so they're going, yeah. be, they're going to be full-fledged chickens yeah. at some point. Well, I mean, they're going to grow. Do you name them? I don't name them. Mm-hmm. Charlotte names them. She yeah. likes them. But I'm... can she tell the difference between oh, yeah. one yeah. and the other? No, she, she can tell the difference. Like, we had one chicken that was taken by an aerial predator. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a bummer. Though he had um, a little baby chicken, and now that baby chicken looks just like the original chicken. Really? Red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Now, did the other chickens take the, uh, the chicken that was left behind under their wing? <laughs> wow. Uh, that was a terrible joke. Don't egg me on. Oh, oh, gosh, that one was worse. Oh, there you go. That uh, one was worse. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll take a break. It's the VGK Insider Show, hour number two, coming up as we broadcast live from Finley VW in the Valley Auto Mall on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This has been the Legal Minute with Sam and Ash on the VGK Insider Show. Brought to you by Sam and Ash. Visit them at SamandAsh.com because you deserve what's right.